today. It's, uh, well, I don't even know what the date is today. March 29th, I think. Sunday. So, uh, still in, uh, isolation, I guess. We've been filling the time with different things. I've been doing stuff around the house, uh, DIY, I guess, within my limited capabilities. Um, my girlfriend and I have been catching up on a show we like, The Blacklist, and there was an in, uh, an interesting episode we saw last night. I was quite surprised, actually, that it wasn't the end of the show, uh, meaning I'm surprised they weren't canceled over it because it sort of painted socialism in a bad light. What the... And, and obviously with Hollywood seemingly doing everything in their power to try to push socialism and communism even, um, I mean, they... It's crazy. I, it's one of these things where, like I say, you'd think that these kind of catastrophes and showing what the world might be like if communism took over and if these, if there was no work and if people weren't driving and flying, you'd think that would smarten these people up, but it doesn't. They just double down on their ideas, which is... I suppose it's not too surprising. It's frustrating. But anyway, back to my point. We were watching this episode and it showed these people who were intent on d deciding that they had more right to the money of wealthy people than the people who made the money have to it. And they decided that they would be, you know... Um, more ethical, I guess, with those people's money. And the way they did it was by kidnapping their children and threatening to kill them and, and torturing them. And they said that they would be killing the children if the these wealthy people didn't turn over their money to these, you know, um, virtuous people. So it's, it's kind of comical in a way, but it's sort of a good... Um, interpretation of the way socialism works. And I know some people, they, they like to play semantic games and say, well, that's not, that's not democratic socialism or whatever, but it, it's kind of, it's one of those silly things that you're trying to hide your intentions inside word games. It's the same thing with toxic masculinity you know, when I call people out for, for that and they say, well, no, that's not the same as masculinity. It's, it's, it, well, no, you can't just throw a word onto it and, and suddenly say it doesn't have to do with the exact thing we're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that uh, you've been fooled by certain who are trying to fool you, but that's not the way the world works. Um, so in this case, the the there was one character who said well i am not going to pay you the ransom because that will just incentivize you to keep doing it and uh my girlfriend and i got in a bit of a 
debate. It didn't last long because I, I don't think she was interested in pursuing the argument. Um, but, but, you know, she, she said he was being a fool and, and I said, I don't know, I, I probably would, uh, wouldn't, if, if I was in that position, I don't think I would be paying them out. Um, and my thinking at that point in time, it wasn't totally clear, but, um, this is why I'm talking about it now because my, my feelings on the subject became a little bit more clear the more thought I put into it because it was one of those things that it's, it's, it's a difficult, uh, thing, right? I mean, when you see your people, the, the people you love most being threatened and you have the power to take that threat away just by, you know, doing what these people ask you to, do you submit to their authority? And the easy way is out is to say, well, I love my kids. I want them back. I want them safe. If I just pay this person money uh, or do what they say, then I will get what I want. And you could say you've both won in that case. I guess that would be a win-win scenario in a sense, except that now you've got a lot less money. But then what happens? Well, then now that they see that this has worked, they'll go out and kidnap somebody else's son or daughter. So, and that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, well, if the, the first scene in the movie showed a guy after going to get his daughter and that's what he did. He paid them out and we find out later that he did in fact get his daughter back. But if, so my thinking was, well, if that guy hadn't have paid off the, the terrorists, maybe they wouldn't have continued it. Maybe they would have saw, oh, this method doesn't work. And maybe my kid wouldn't have been kidnapped. And by me, if I decide to pay them out, then that would incentivize them to go and keep kidnapping other people. And the greater good would seem to be to put aside your kind of, as, as harsh as this sounds, your kind of selfish feelings your your own interest in like i say it's submitting to their authority i mean we do this all the time in a sense that we say with the law there's certain laws that we are expected to follow and if you don't you'll be punished so are you accepting these t terrorists as the authority whose rules you're going to follow and abide by and the more I got to thinking about it, I, I really tried to think, well, is, is that right? What is the right? And what is the right way to deal with these situations? Because there's obviously different mentalities on this and different, I mean, we saw it with, um, what was it? That in, in the States, they had their Iran deal, right? And this was basically Barack Obama saying, look, if you don't create nukes if you play nice then we will give give you financial incentives to do so um that so his mentality was you know if if somebody threatens you or threat is appears to be a threat 
if you the, the best way to do is to pay them off now obama was a very popular president so probably a lot of people you know uh even people who probably wouldn't normally take that mentality f followed along with him um my personal feelings are if, when i think of it from my kids perspective you don't give in to the bully you've got more self-respect getting your face bashed in than willfully handing over your lunch money i kind of thought the same thing when here in canada there was a case where a guy was uh he was a convicted um a convicted terrorist he killed somebody um but i guess he felt that he was not treated nicely when he was in uh uh what's that friggin prison they have in uh in the states uh, uh guantanamo bay i think it is so he he felt he wasn't being treated like a human should be treated down there and maybe he's right and so he was suing the Canadian government. I, I don't know why he would... Maybe he felt the Canadian government didn't step in and stop it as they should have. Um, and what, what they did was the, the Canadian government, they settled out of court, giving him $10 million. Because the rationale being hot behind that being, well, while we don't support terror... This is their stance. While we don't support terrorism, we know we would have lost this. So we are not going to waste taxpayer money in court to fight it. It'll be cheaper for us to just pay him out this $10 million. So essentially, so instead of saying that we will fight to the bitter end evil, we're going to pay out a convicted terrorist because it's easier that way. So I, I wasn't a big fan. I would rather see them fight and spend more money and and have ethics. Uh, but that was just me. So again, that's that's my my philosophy. So I was thinking more and more about this and trying to articulate it in as simple a form as possible. And the closest and, and because I really was, honestly, I was really trying to think about, well, if if this is my stance, why is it my stance and should it be my stance? Um, I, I wanted to honestly take it apart and, and ask, okay, am, am I wrong about this? You know, because it doesn't, it kind of doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, the idea of willfully not necessarily doing everything you can, everything that's in your power at that moment to rescue someone you love it doesn't feel right but why would i think that way it's and the and the the reasoning came to me and it was that one of my overriding philosophies and i tried to instill this in my children um although I have been guilty of not abiding by it, but when I'm on my game and I, I'm really thinking about it, one of my philosophies is this. Don't reward bad behavior. 
Now, as I say, I know there's been times where my kid has made an inappropriate joke and I didn't catch myself and I laughed at it. So in a sense, that is re rewarding bad behavior. Definitely it is. Um, th this might surprise some people to know, but I'm not actually perfect. But whenever possible, that's something I try to live by is don't reward bad behavior. And I think that's why it's a viol paying out these terrorists would violate something I fundamentally believe in, which is that you don't is that incentivizing people is a very powerful thing, I believe. This is why incentivizing people to work is a good thing. Uh, not to dwell on socialism, but that's what began this whole thing. When when you tell people that you could work, or but you don't have to, either way you're going to be fine. We'll take care of you. Well, there's what's the incentive? And for years, well, not years, for about nine or ten months, I dated somebody who that was her mode of being. She loved the idea of socialism. She also loved the idea of doing as little as possible. Um, so for her, it was hard to wrap her head around the idea that you need to incentivize people to be useful sometimes. You should incentivize. Now, it would be nice to think that everybody has an internal uh, work ethic. But that's not always the case. Some people, you know, and it's it's not it's not that they're lazy. It's just that they're people. They search the path of least resistance. If it's possible to sit at home all day and play video games and make the same living or virtually the same living as you would being outside in the elements doing hard manual labor, which one would you choose? I mean, it's a no-brainer, really. So, but it works both ways in incentivizing. You know, if you incentivize good behavior and don't incentivize bad behavior, it seems to me that that's a pretty good way to uh, help help get the best out of everybody. So uh, that's my rambling for today. I uh, just wanted to talk that through a little bit. Uh, my push-up challenge still going strong, still doing well. Uh, I'm, I'm make, I, I, my shoulder was starting to hurt, so I've backed it off to doing it every other day. Um, so, but I'm, I still seem to be making progress. Um, my, my weight hasn't been uh, terribly well managed during this time, so I'm going to start tracking my food again because I, I stopped doing that. So um, I have been doing early morning cardio every day, but that isn't enough. I think it's been enough to kind of help maintain a little bit. Uh, and I do start want to start winding, um, winding down, warming up. I don't know. I want to start preparing for when life goes back to normal. Um, it's funny to me this whole idea of going back to normal. People are so skewed in their perceptions. Again, uh, this it blows my mind. People just double down on ideals that make no sense. You know. Um, I, somebody posted an article. I've, I've been avoiding, um, social media lately because this frustration kicks in every time I'm on there. Everybody's just talking about one thing, which is this, uh, Corona 
COVID-19 virus. I'm kind of sick of hearing about it. I want to get back to work. And, you know, when, when the U.S. president says, I would love for everybody to be able to get back to work, which is another way of saying, I would love for this pandemic to be over with. You know, people accuse him of not caring about lives, which is such a stupid thing to say. You're not even trying to be fair at that point in time. You're just looking for things to nitpick. And this seems to be what the media is doing is is in this time of crisis when we should be coming together. They just seem to want to make people angry at each other. I don't, maybe it's because they know they've they've got nothing else to keep people reading them. Uh, they could have if they actually put non-biased stuff out, but that's the way they roll, I guess. Just, uh, you know, and, and heaven forbid this uh, this Trump guy uh, they hate so much says something actually reasonable. And, and being fair, I'm not a huge fan of, of most of what Trump says, but in fairness, during this whole time, most of what he said has been fairly okay. Um, I, I wasn't crazy about his comment about Mitt Romney, but even that was a bit, it wasn't blatant. It was a bit cheeky. Um, not like I know if I were Romney, I would not be too impressed about it. Um, but, uh, for, I don't know. I, anybody who doesn't want things to get back to normal is essentially saying, I want this to get worse. And why would any sensible person want that? I mean, maybe psychopaths want that. Maybe people who are like anarchists and want the economy to collapse want that. But I don't fall into that category. I want to get back to being useful and going to work. And that's the way I am. I am one of those people I was talking about that has a work ethic and I like being useful. And uh, so hopefully it does get better. And uh <sighs> Hopefully people have enough sense to see past a lot of these media tricks that are trying to uh, trying to create animosity where it has no place. Um, anyway, I will uh, leave it there. I think I've said enough. I, I talked through the idea I wanted to today, and I'm going to get back to it. And, and hopefully the next time I talk to you, I will be a couple pounds lighter.